It's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al pie del cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> there we go. How are we doing, boys and girls? Welcome to this Friday afternoon edition of The Probo Show. As always, if you're a podcast listener, you can join us live on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. Um, that's Bohemio Profesional, pero in English. How are we doing out there, folks? We've got Vero and we've got Cameron in the chat joining us in the live audience. You can join them too, if only you were cool enough. Oh, <laughs> um, what a hell of a show this week. I think next week we're going to go back to the mornings. I'm going to go see the Natch on Monday, I believe. Um, and then on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, probably in in Casa, in the, in the Probo studio, and then on Friday, I want to finish out the year's live shows with The Natch. And then that's it. Oh, that's it. Until we get back after um, Reyes. I'm going to see my uh, I'm going to see my family. Oh, it's great for me. Not so good for them. They have to see me. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God, guys. What a show we have for you today. I asked 100 humans to name what something that almost anyone can cook. Got some great answers on um, on Instagram for that one. <laughs> um, then in today's complete the news, um, we're going to find out um, why one GOP senator está en alerta. You know, he's sounding an alarm about something. We'll find out about what that thing is, and um, and we'll also find out what or who punched a police officer in the face in Canada. Oh, these are two good. I hope we have time for both of them. Um, and then, obviously, we have a great unpopular opinion today. Quite an unpopular one, indeed. It is cooking at home is overrated and often more stressful than it's worth. Cooking at home is more stressful than it's worth. It's overrated. Sobrevalorado. Cocinar en casa está sobrevalorado y suele ser más estresante de lo que vale. We can all agree about that. Should we all just go home? Um, I actually haven't seen the results yet. Oh, sorry. I haven't actually seen the results yet on Instagram. Should we check that out? Oh, my God, guys. Disappointing. <laughs> okay. I know. I know now. Um, uh, all right. So, yeah. So, that's today's um, show, guys. While I'm here, I'm here. You're here. Let's see what's going on in the world. Oh, by the way, I got a Totalmente Nativo from Vero. Será posible. Oh. Vaya nivelazo. Feels good. Feels good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right, let's check out some news, shall we? So, Salesforce. Salesforce, a tech, a big tech company. Probably not one you're aware of unless you work in um, certain aspects of business, but it is a gigantic tech company. Salesforce signals the golden age of cushy. Hmm. I don't know how you'd say cushy, like comfortable, cushy tech jobs is over. Salesforce signals the golden age of cushy tech jobs is over. Salesforce anuncia el fin de la edad de oro de los empleos tecnológicos de lujo. Right? So these luxury jobs where you do very little and you've got a masseuse coming around just to make sure you're all comfortable. Those days are over, according to Salesforce. Um, this is coming from um, uh, Bloomberg. It's actually behind a paywall. Unless you subscribe to Bloomberg, you won't be able, be able to read this. Um, but if you sub subscribe to me on Patreon, you will get a little rundown of the article. Let's dive into it now. It discusses a significant shift in the tech industry, um, a change in path, as it were. Um, um, a significant shift in the tech industry, particularly at Salesforce, the company known for its employee-friendly environment, is undergoing a transformation towards a more competitive Darwinian model. And we all know what Darwinian means, right, Fox? Survival of the fittest. <laughs> I mean, if you were if you were working in the early 2000s, every company got compared to Google. You know, at Google, they've got masseuses. You know, at Google, they can take um, 40 days off. You know, at Google, they can take their pets. You know, at Google, they've got flexible hours. <laughs> well, those days are over now, friends. <clears throat> those days are well and truly over. Cushy, comodo, facile, uh, comfortable. Oh, Vero. Será posible. Vaya nivelazo. Thank you, thank you. 
Um, so the end of these cushy tech jobs are over. The company known for its employee-friendly environment is undergoing a transformation towards a more competitive Darwinian model. This change reflects a broader trend in Silicon Valley. The article um, narrates the experience of Kenny, a software salesman at Salesforce, highlighting the lucrative but now changing nature of tech sales jobs. Previously, sales roles in tech were seen as an easy path to high earnings, especially during the teams, uh, during the tech boom, sorry, and the COVID-19 pandemic, when Salesforce and others rapidly expanded their sales teams. However, as the industry faces cutbacks and stringent economic conditions, sales and marketing roles are being heavily impacted. Salesforce, under a new CEO, Mark Benioff, is adapting to these changes, with significant reduction in its workforce and a cultural shift from nurturing to one that emphasizes performance and efficiency. This evolution at Salesforce is seen as an indicative of the potential end of the easy success in tech sales. Hmm. It's interesting, right? When all these companies were in their infancy, that whole, um, that whole kind of tech Silicon Valley ethos of move fast, break things, spend, you know, get investors. We don't have to worry about being profitable right now. Those days are over. Now those startup businesses are just normal businesses. And they're starting to figure out, how. hang on a minute. <laughs> uh, these employees are getting away with murder. I mean, geez, Louise. I kind of sympathize a little bit. Any market shift is um, is difficult for an employee to deal with, but also kind of, you know, it's about time, right? It's about time. It's sad because I have some friends who work in um, in tech, and and one of them in particular is going through some something like this. But it seems to be a natural evolution of these uh, these tech giants. How are you doing, corporate alligator? Also joining us in the chat. Okay, do you want to hear a story of? Um, oh, of justice, friends. Do you want to hear a story of justice and freedom and everything that is right in the world? I often give you some doom and gloom. Here's a great piece of news. A woman who assaulted a Chipotle worker. Chipotle, if you don't know, is a fast food, um, fast food company in the States. A woman who assaulted a Chipotle worker is sentenced to a fast food job for two months. Oh, condenan a dos meses de trabajo en comida rápida a la mujer que uh, agredió a un trabajador de Chipotle. Is that right? Who's, um, so a woman assaulted a worker in Chipotle and the judge made her work for two months in a fast food restaurant. That gets the Probo stamp of approval. That's the kind of justice I want. That's the kind of justice I want, friends. You know? Let the punishment fit the crime. You know, you're a social media troll. Now you have to work in tech support. You know, you you, you get charged with littering. Uh, now you're a street sweeper. Um, uh, you know, you're, you're stealing from shops. You're shoplifting. Now you're a personal shopper for an old person. That's what... That's, you know, that's justice. That gets the Probo <laughs> stamp of approval. Versus, yes, agred Thank God for Spain and marking its little emphasis words. You guys are the best. Come on. Um, so there you go. Yeah. An Ohio woman, Rosemary Hain, who assaulted a Chipotle worker by throwing a burrito bowl at her. Oh, come on, dude. Three months working in fast food. Come on. Two um, who assaulted a Chipotle worker by throwing a burrito ball at her, was sentenced to an unconventional pun uh, punishment, initially facing a fine and 180 days in jail with 90 days suspended. So really it'd be, you know, 90 days in jail. The judge offered her a chance to reduce her jail time. Hain must now work at fast food job for two months, at least 20 hours per week, to cut off 60 days from her jail sentence. Um, the incident, which occurred on September the 5th, was captured on video and went viral on Reddit. The victim, Emily Russell, expressed trauma or trauma. Or Emily, starting to turn me against you now. Trauma. You got hit by a burrito ball, dude. Chill. Um, trauma from the assault. Assault. 
<laughs> Come on. And has since quit her job at Chipotle. A GoFundMe has raised over 7,200 euros for Russell. Dude. I will, yeah, I will stand anywhere in any public square. You can throw burritos at me, yeah, uh, for that kind of money. I, I'm just saying no. <laughs> we'll do it twice a week. Um, she has accepted to work in a fast food company then. Well, by the looks of it, yes. You know, I think that's actually now looking at this, I was all about this judge. I thought this judge was amazing. Up until I read the fact that she was going to spend 90 days in jail. And now she just has to work in a fast food restaurant for, for two months. Make her work there for a year. That's what I'm saying. Make her work at Chipotle or whichever um, uh, whichever fast food restaurant you want, but for longer. Yeah, there's nothing worse. Have you ever worked in the service industry? I choose jail, says Carmen. <laughs> that gets the Probo stamp of approval. Um, just because there is a burrito throwing game on Amazon doesn't mean you have the right to be a dick. True story. True story. Corporate alligator dropping some common sense. I was getting carried away. <laughs> um, all right. More news. More news. Apple and Google confirm that governments spy on their users through push notifications. Oh, dudes, come on now. Apple and Google confirm that governments confirman que los gobiernos espían a los usuarios a través de los push notifications or notificaciones push. Apple and Google have confirmed that this is coming from, by the way, um, androidauthority.com. Apple and Google have confirmed that governments have been push using push notifications to smart spy on smartphone users. This revelation came in response to a letter from US Senator Ron Wyden to the Department of Justice, urging them to allow these tech giants to disclose such surveillance practices. Push notifications with which paths through digital systems managed by Apple and Google can secretly be accessed by governments, potentially revealing user interactions with apps. The content of notifications and some uncrypted data, oh my God. Are you guys, I'm thinking immediately now to a notification we got in Spain in Madrid about rain. Well, it's raining outside. We're all going to die. And, you know, it was kind of like a Monday. <laughs> is this because... Are they testing out some spying systems on us right now? Is that, what, is that what's happening, friends? Um, let's continue um, on with this news. Apple previously restricted um, from disclosing such government requests now plans to update its transparency reporting while Google has expressed its commitment to keeping users informed about these government requests for push notification data. Um, no. Governments go home. I do not in any way consent to any government organization checking out my data. Do you know what I mean? Why? Since when did our relationship with government turn into, you know, like a toxic relationship with a partner? I need to see a mobile phone. Who are you messaging? Did you what? What's that? I saw. I saw someone on your phone. That's. I mean, come on, dude. Why does Why does Joe Biden need to see? You know, what sexy photos Lady Boss sending me? She doesn't need to see that. <laughs> um, how are you doing, Nuria Tam? Welcome, welcome. Um, uh, government spying on us. What a shocker. Yeah. True. It's true. Isn't it sad we live in a world where the government spying on us isn't, um, isn't a surprise. Nuria Tam says it's Christmas at the Probo studio. Yes, it is Nuria Tam. We're on fire over here. That gets the Probo stamp of approval. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. Don't ask me to sing. It's Christmas time. It's enough. <laughs> I love Christmas, man. You know, I am a grump. It's true. But the one thing I do love is Christmas. I need to know where you are at all times. It's corporate alligator. Yeah, that's like the government now. Um, Friday concierge. Let's let's be real. Corporation, corporations sell sell data to governments all the time, like TikTok and China. Well, TikTok ByteDance. Well, I don't know what the state of play now, but the, the Chinese government did try and get um get a hold on ByteDance. I don't know how all that played out but they were very, very resistant to it. And personally, I'm European. Friday Con, I know you're joining us from South Africa. Um, 
is there really a great difference between China having your data or America? What's the difference between these two foreign governments for you? I just find it kind of dissonant in my mind to hate the Chinese app and love the American ones. I mean, they're all doing the same thing. You think they're not all scraping your data and selling it off to the highest bidder? Yeah, they are, dude. They are. Let's see, Copper Alligator. Didn't America claim that China was spying with a hot air balloon? <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> Come on now, friends. Come on. Anyway, whatever. I'm not bad. I'm not going to get all political today. I'm not going to do it. Tell you what I am going to do, friends. I'm going to go to today's unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Okay, today's unpopular opinion is that cooking at home is overrated and often more stressful than it's worth. Cooking at home is overrated. It's Cocinar en casa está sobrevalorado y suele ser más estresante de lo que vale. It's just too, more stressful than it's worth. Why do we put ourselves through this? No, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to get myself a nice thing to eat. I'm going to go out and get the, the ingredients. So you go out, you get ingredients. It doesn't come in the quantity you need for the recipe. So you end up with like a thousand Brussels sprouts. You eat four of them and the rest of them turn into soup in the refrigerator. Oh, and then, you know, the, the recipes that you might see require such kind of esoteric ingredients. Pink Himalayan salt harvested under a full moon by a virgin. Okay, I'll go out and buy a bit of that. Oh, and then prep time. Like I saw, I saw, I thought the other day, I thought I'm going to go, you know, everyone's, I missed a frozen pizza. I'm going to go, I'm going to get myself ingredients to make this thing. 30, 30 minutes prep time. I don't know how these people chop stuff, but it was more like two hours. And then the kitchen after looked, you know, it looked like a, it, it was a place homeless people went to spend their free time. Do you know what I mean? It just looked like someone was squatting in my house afterwards. I spent longer cleaning up and cooking. I spent maybe about 10 times longer cleaning up and cooking than I did eating the damn thing. And in the end, you know, it was all right. It was all right. But I promise you, a can of liter alfabada would have been much better. Much better, infinitely better, friends. Why do we insist that this, you know, cooking is just, you got to cook because it's the best. No, you don't. There are only so much, there's only so much room in a refrigerator. I think we've turned into food hoarders, my friends. Ah, oh, sorry. Okay, I've had a rant now. I'm calmed down. Let's go through the pros and cons. I thoroughly tortured the elves this morning and they gave me some pros and cons to get pick into this argument. Cooking at home can be overrated and stressful. Pro column. Um, cooking at home can be time-consuming, from planning meals and shopping for ingredients to the actual cooking and cleanup. This can be particularly stressful for busy individuals or those with demanding jobs and family responsibilities. Look, if you're if you've got kids or you're busy at work and you want to get yourself a McDonald's, Uncle Rob says, get yourself a McDonald's. <laughs> you've earned it. You've earned it. God damn it! Don't let anyone tell you different. Skill and effort. Not everyone enjoys cooking or is skilled at it. For these individuals, the process can be frustrating and the results disappointing, leading to a sense of wasted effort and resources. <clears throat> True story. I'm not the world's greatest cook. What, in the kitchen, the thing that I make the best is a mess, right? So offer me the opportunity to peel a film, a, a plastic film off of a frozen pizza and 10 minutes later i'm enjoying crispy goodness oh oh, <laughs> oh it's just the best next the cost of ingredients oh friends let's not pretend that we're all made of money shall we sometimes purchasing ingredients from a home-cooked meal especially aiming for a high quality or organic products can be more expensive than eating out or buying pre-made meals, particularly for single servings. I'm a man who lives alone. If I make, if I have to make some like fresh pasta with basil and meh, 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 I'm gonna have to eat it for a week, friends. 
I'm just trying so hard to, to win this argument today. Um, waste and storage issues. Home cooking often leads to food waste. And oh my God, think about the children, will you, for a second? Home cooking often leads to food waste due to unused ingredients or leftovers that don't get eaten. Additionally, proper storage of ingredients requires adequate space and organization. The amount of salads and vegetables that have just turned to soup in my refrigerator, friends. The amount. It makes me, it disgusts me. You know, because you buy these ingredients, and unless you're making the exact same meal, again, you're not going to use them. Oh, friends, I feel a migraine headache. <laughs> oh, my great headache coming on. Let's take a break and have a look at the chat. I know this show's going to end up going a bit long. It's Friday, though, you know? I love cooking. It relaxes me, says Corporate Alligator. I'm the opposite. Stresses me out. Um, good evening, Bridge. How are you doing? Nuria Tam's with us. How are you doing, Nuria Tam? I find cooking and baking therapeutic, says Con. Therapeutic in the way, like, in the way crazy people weave baskets, maybe. I'm not, you know... I don't need that much therapy where I need to cook. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. Um, no, eat the Brussels sprouts, says the bridge. <laughs> I make great bread and pizza, says Con. I make a great good pizza. I mean, usually it comes frozen, and I just throw it in the oven, but it is great at the end. Corporate Alligator says, your partner in the podcasting world the other day said, all you have in the house is frozen pizza. It is true. <laughs> Rob, don't be naughty. I've just started visiting a nutritionist and ho and cooking at home, and it feels really, really good. You wouldn't imagine how it improved my energy performance in all situations, and I mean all situations. <laughs> <laughs> Junk food is now poison to me. That's from Carmen. Okay, I understand. Look, I've heard the I've heard the indoctrination and brainwashing too. You've got to eat healthy, all the energy, clear up your skin. Heard it all too. Let me tell you something. I've been on a diet of frozen pizza for the last 40 years. I'm doing fine, friends. I'm doing fine. <laughs> let's get into the um let's get into the cons. Um healthy um cooking at home is valuable and rewarding. Cooking at home allows for better control over ingredients, enabling healthier, more balanced meals compared to processed restaurant food, which often contains higher levels of sodium, sugar, and unhealthy fats. Um, generally, home cooking is more economical than eating out, especially for families or when considering the cost per meal over time. For families, but not for an individual, not for a lonely man like me. Um, emotional satisfaction. For many, cooking is a pleasurable therapeutic activity. It offers a sense of accomplishment and can be a creative outlet or a way to unwind. And finally, in the con column saying, no, 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 cooking is not overrated. Cooking at home can be a way to maintain cultural traditions and pass down family recipes and spend quality time with family members, especially when preparing meals together. Okay, yeah, I mean, to, yeah, I, might, I jump on board a little there. I've got some recipes from my gran. Maybe if I ever had have kids, I will pass them down how um, in minutes and, um, and cooking um, temperature, you, you know, how long and how to make the perfect frozen pizza. Who knows, friends? Who knows? All I know is that for me, cooking at home, is overrated and it can often be more stressful than it's worth guys i'm gonna post a poll in the chat and you are gonna tell me is cooking at home overrated is it more stressful than it's worth true or false friends there are so many things you could have been doing today i see so many messages in, in the chat i will get i will get to them right after this break there are so many things you could have been doing um, this afternoon instead of doing those things you took the time to spend some time with me i'll see you in a few minutes Hey guys, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind the scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. And you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Um, if you've just tuned in, what did you miss? Oh my God, we were talking about 
how Salesforce is signaling the end of the uh, golden age of cushy, comfortable tech jobs, uh, saying now it's a lot more Darwinian, survival of the fittest. Then we looked at a woman who assaulted a Chipotle worker. Chipotle is um, a fast food restaurant um, or fast food company, business, franchise uh, in the States. She assaulted a worker there and was sentenced to working in a fast food restaurant for two months. Yeah. And then finally, finally, we took a look at how Apple and Google have confirmed that governments spy on users through push notifications. Oh. Now our relationship with our government is turned into a toxic one. You know what I mean? Get who are you messaging? Why are you always on your phone? Why do you hide your screen when you come to vote? You know what I mean? Oh, come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> and then we moved on to today's unpopular opinion, which is cooking at home is overrated and often more stressful than it's worth. Cooking at home is overrated. I'm just seeing the results. Oh, my God. Cooking at home is overrated and often more stressful than it's worth. All right. There were some pros and some cons. Um, I certainly offered my opinions. I got a lot of opinions on Instagram. Before we go to those, let me read um, our audience here. The Bridge says, I'm afraid we do not agree on this issue at all. It's because you're not, you're not heating your frozen pizza up enough, Bridge got to be crispy but not burnt <laughs> Vero says false homemade food is much better than what you can find in some places besides many people find cooking quite relaxing another thing is having to wash the dishes pots and pans afterwards yeah there you go you you know I just read that sentence like then you have to wash the dishes pots and pans and I immediately was like pass me my phone I'm calling telepizza <laughs> Uh, Cameron, of course it's cheaper. Rubbish should be free for everyone. I mean, look, it is. I mean, on the surface, cooking at home is cheaper, but you always have food weight. At least I do. You know? I don't want to eat peas every single day of the week, and then you got a thing of peas there. Just slowly turning into liquid soup in the fridge. I mean, peas is just one example. Usually it's when I decide I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy fruit. I'm going to get fruit and I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to eat one apple, one banana every year. <laughs> and then I eat one banana, one apple, and the other five turn into soup. <laughs> um, I managed to get healthy eating correctly. I do not agree with this, Rob. He is not right, says the bridge. The bridge was doing some hard campaigning in the live audience. <laughs> Rob is lucky today. My iPhone is potty. <laughs> You're doing a good job of turning people against me, Bridge. Uh, you're happy to eat pizza for a week, so just cook and eat pizza for a week. Exactly. I do cook. Look, don't start gatekeeping what cooking is. You know? I've had that all my life. That's not cooking. It, uh, taking a pizza out of a plastic thing, that's not cooking. <laughs> In fact, Carmen sent me a message on Instagram. Um, are you talking about heating a frozen pizza? I mean, that is, that is cooking. If you're taking a frozen... Look... When you make pasta, right, with pesto, unless you crush the ingredients with a mortar and pestle, no, you open a jar of pesto and you throw it on the pasta. I mean, I would say that's cooking. You would say that's cooking. So how is that different? How is that different? When you're making, um, when you're making, or even a tomato sauce, do you squash the tomatoes down with your bare hands, you know, and boil them and add salt or sugar, whatever the hell goes in there, or oregano? No, you probably buy tomate frito here in Spain or some kind of a sauce where the where the potatoes have already been, you know, ground down. Don't get keep cooking. <laughs> you know, I see you. I see you. You're all holier than thou out there. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> um, <laughs> I make family-sized meals and have dinner for like four days. Yeah, I tried batch cooking once. It did not go well. <laughs> did not go well. Because I am essentially a very greedy man, you know? So I made like four days worth of food. It lasted like a day and a half. <laughs> and I had the worst stomach forever. Um, everyone is against Rob today, says corporate alligator. I know, poor Rob, right? Jeez Louise, poor guy. Thankfully, I'm strong and resilient. 
thanks to all the delicious frozen processed food I eat. <laughs> Confess, Rob, your strategy is not a strategy. It's laziness. It's making, it's mistaking lethargy for strategy. It's not a strategy either. It's just a way of life. My body is a temple bridge. <laughs> um, in case, in any case, Rob, I have it easy. I have a resident cook. Nice. Kakasok says, I love how you say chipotle. You make it sound so exotic. <laughs> That gets the Probo <laughs> stamp of approval. Um, I bet his diet mostly contains of uh, consists of starch and cheese. You wouldn't be too far from the truth there, Kaka Socks. By the way, Kaka Socks joining us. How are you doing? Where are you, where are you from in the world, Kaka Socks? Uh, Carmen says, you can cook um, just raw food. A frozen pizza is already cooked. Come on. Come on. When you're buying tomato frito, and I know, Carmen, you're Spanish. You're buying tomato frito. You know, you're not squishing the tomatoes down. Do you buy raw olives and then press them down until it until it makes olive oil? Or do you just, you know, get, you know, a thing of olive oil? Like everybody does. <laughs> I know I'm pissing everyone off. Everyone's people are just so precious about their food. <laughs> you can <laughs> No, Rob, you wouldn't say that's cooking. You. <laughs> I actually, actually, push his glass up. I use a mortar and pestle, says uh, Copper Alga. Oh, look at you. Nuritam, I prefer to cook, but I recognize that sometimes it takes a long time to prepare dinner and you are tired. At last, someone. That gets the Probo stamp of approval. Someone sees the light that is just a little bit overrated. Yeah, no. I'm going to get Indian food tonight, friends. I'm going to get Indian food. Do you think I'm going to go? to fly to Bangladesh and get all the all the spices necessary? Or am I going to call my friend uh, Taj Mahal and say, yo, dude, that's about a couple of chicken masalas. <laughs> of course I'm going to do that. Are we going to pretend that cooking isn't a pain in the ass? Come on now. All I'm saying is it's overrated. It's that sobre valorado. <laughs> and by the way, I asked that on Instagram. Do you want to know what they said? They said 57% false. Oh, come on. They're not being realistic. It's, <laughs> they're not being realistic. Uh, I prefer to cook, but I recognize that sometimes it takes. So yeah, I, a chapo. Chapo Nuriatam, someone who's, who's, you know, finally admitting to themselves. They're seeing the light. They're, sh they're casting off the shackles of, um, uh, of what the world wants them to fe feel. And just being their own person. I, I appreciate you, Maria Town. <laughs> I don't buy to my tomato retail, says, says the bridge. I'm pissing everyone off. Corporate alligator food is everything to me. I'm getting triggered. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's finish this off because I can see I'm pissing everyone off. Paul Carmen just told us she's just started seeing a nutritionist. And here I am, poo-pooing everything. Okay, so I said in the chat <laughs> that cooking is overrated not that it's banned just that it's overrated cooking is overrated and often more stressful than it's worth and you guys said geez louise <laughs> you guys said 86 percent false <laughs> give me my money back says carmen <laughs> 86 okay well, look, you guys are the decision makers. I'm wrong. You're right. Look, here's, a, here's the deal. Maybe the, maybe the question should not be <clears throat> cooking is overrated. Maybe it should be that we shouldn't be living such busy, hectic lives. <laughs> exactly, Kaka Socks. I can't read that on the, on the show, but he's made, a, um, he's made a very good observation there. 86% <laughs> um, false. Look. Maybe the question shouldn't be, is cooking a waste? Is, is it too stressful? If cooking is too stressful, it's probably because you don't have time to dedicate to it. I'm one of those people who don't have time to dedicate to it. I sadly don't. And look, I may exaggerate a little about how many frozen pizzas I eat, but the vast majority of the food that I do eat isn't prepared by me. You know, I'll get the pesto in the, in the botte, in the jar. I'll get the, um, you know, I'll get tortellini that's made by some faceless figure who works for our Hamas. 
the supermarket around my around the corner from my house. You know, and I'll put those together and I'll call it cooking. You know, I think we all do that to a certain extent. We would all love to have more time to dedicate and not be stressed out by the idea of having to spend so much time to cook, clean and prep. But sadly, like most of our lives aren't like that anymore. But is it overrated? I mean, for me, it kind of is. We kind of hold cooking on high like it's just this godlike act. And for some people it can be, but some people it's not. And I'm sadly one of those people. But that that opinion, friends, as you have quite rightly said, is a stupid one. <laughs> because as you have shown me, and as Grandpa Boy used to say, opinions, my friends, they're like buttholes. Everyone has one. They all stink, including mine. <laughs> there you go. Oh, uh, Let's see. <laughs> Copper Alligator says, I understand cooking takes a long time. You just want to get home from work and eat and slump on the sofa. Oh, amen. Oh. <laughs> it's very boring to think what we eat every day. True. Ahora mas, not ahora mas. Is it, is it now more or, or save more? That's, a, that's the, a question for you Spanish speakers in the chat. Ahora mas, is it now more or is it save more? Um, even when I like cooking, it's, um, it's boring. Even when I like cooking, says Nuria Tam. Um, menudo repaso. <laughs> Save more ahorrar. Okay. All right, guys, let's move on to today's 100 Humans. <laughs> Just in case you thought the triggering was over. No, it's not. We've got 100 Humans and now they're all thematic. <laughs> Okay, friends, it was a long walk to work this afternoon and um, across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered 100 humans. And I asked them all a question. Today's question was, what is something that everyone can cook? ¿Qué puede, qué puede cocinar casi todo el mundo? What is something nearly everyone can cook? We got a lot of answers on, um, on uh, Instagram today. Dude, am I famous for for enjoying frozen pizza? Because one, two, three, four, five people, six people said frozen pizza. <laughs> you guys, I don't know if it's there or not. Maybe it is. That gets the Probo stamp of approval. Frozen pizza says Ravdos as well. You know what? Frozen pizza is actually there. Let's just rip the bandit off. <laughs> it's there. Pizza is there, not frozen pizza. Pizza is there. Um, 11 of 100 humans said pizza. It's in fifth place. Okay. Um, thank you, by the way, to Coco, uh, Coco Lavanda, Vero, um, uh, Pedro, La Mala de la Pel Pelicula, Life G17, uh, KNDY, Pilar, that's all, folks. Maz Cana. Materia Oscura, Carmen, Egglord, Egglord Scar, another great name, Anna Kassan, um, Nessa Vanessa, MC Via, and all the other people who wrote to me on Instagram. Some great um, content there. Thank you, thank you. Um, I will go through those as I can. So well done to Ravdos, um, Coco, uh, who else? Carmen, Materia Oscura, um, MC Via, and the others who all said frozen pizza. It's there. It's the fifth most popular answer. Well done. <laughs> I feel like I've, um, I feel like I'm, I'm getting well known for the wrong things, friends. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, the bridge says pasta. Um, uh, so did MC Via. So did um, Nessa, Vanessa. So did Pilar, that's all folks. And so did Vero. Pasta. Is pasta there? Yes, it is. Well done. Something that everyone can cook. Pasta is their fourth most popular answer, again with 11 of 100 humans saying pasta. I think the show's going to go on for a bit longer today, guys. Sorry, I'm having too much fun. Okay. Um, what else do we have? Toast, says Corporate Alligator. Now we are talking. Now you're talking on my level, my culinary level. Mm, would you like me to prepare breakfast? Well, of course. Okay, here's some heated bread. <laughs> toast. Is toast there? Of course it is. Well done, corporate alligator. Not only is it, is it there, my friend, it's 
the number one answer. Well done, copper alligator. Toast is there, something that almost anyone can cook. And you know, copper alligator, there is someone out there saying, toast isn't making toast isn't cooking. Gatekeeping cooking. I bet you make the most delicious toast. <laughs> uh, KNDY um, said beans on toast. Oh, a British classic, beans on toast. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> eggs, says the bridge, eggs. I think you underestimate the complexity of, a, of an egg. It's bridge. Um, bridge said egg. Nuriatam said egg. Um, who else says egg here? No one here. A few people said it in... Um, uh, Nessa said egg. McVilla said egg. Oh, God, there were a few eggs. Uh, Coco Lavanda said eggs. Uh, Pedro said eggs. Is eggs there? Yes, it is. Well done. Eggs is there, quite low down the list, surprisingly. It's in sixth place with 10 of 100 humans saying eggs. Um, a fried egg, said Nuriatan. Good, good, good. It's ahorra mas. Save more. Thank you very much. Será posible? Vaya nivelazo. If you don't live in Spain, you don't know what we're talking about. Sorry, sorry. Um, let's continue. A steak. A steak. Hmm. Is a steak there? No, it's not. Okay. Mm. Okay, let's continue. Um, pasta said Vero. We, got, we had that one. A grilled cheese sandwich, says Ravdos. A grilled cheese sandwich. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. Which is kind of like, you know, cheese on toast, but whatever. <laughs> it's actually the third most popular answer with 14 of 100 humans saying a grilled cheese sandwich. Well done, well done. Um, rice. Is rice there? Another one from Ravdos. Rice. No, it's not. <laughs> there are only two more to get. There are only two more to get. Um, in the chat, we have um, beans on toast, copper alligator, chapo to you, sir. Um... Lamella is Alberto Alonso's wife. It is indeed. Um, baked potato, says Ravdos. Great answer as, as well. Um, an egg again, says the bridge. Um, you ain't watched Uncle Roger. Cereal. Cereal, another good answer. None of those are there, though, friends. Okay. Things that are easy, that anyone can cook. Okay, the last one on the list is what vegetables turn into in my fridge. <laughs> Cereal can arguably be uh, thrown under this umbrella. <clears throat> it is, um, you know, I would argue that certain kinds of these, they're not food, they're drinks. <laughs> Come on. A Spaniard will tell you gazpacho is this, and it's not, it's a drink. It's a drink. <laughs> what is it? The seventh most popular answer. It's a kind of food that is a liquid. Come on, guys. Okay, Corporate Alligator's got the answer. He says, soup. Yes, it is. Well done. Soup is a seventh place answer. <laughs> okay, last one. Okay, this is considered, I think, above everything, a very American food. It's kind of the kind of food you'd have when you... Um, uh, the joke, Rob, was that it was ahora mas, save more, not ahora mas, now more. Got you, got you, got you. Thank you, Bridge. Okay, so here we go. Last one. This is an... We would consider it an American food. Um... It is um, in, comprises of two ingredients, really, and then topped with condiments. It's not a hamburger, but, you know, it's, you know, it's close to a hamburger. Kind of a sandwich, but a very specific kind of sandwich. Ooh. Surprise no one said oatmeal, says caca socks. Soup, not soap. <laughs> okay, Carmen has an answer. She says... A hot dog. Is hot dog there? 
Well done, Carmen. Hot dog was the answer we were looking, we were looking for. It's in second place, a hot dog. There you go. Very quickly. We don't have very much time left. Um, in seventh place was soup, sopa. In sixth place was eggs, huevos. Pizza in, um, in fifth place. Did I say seven, six, five? Fourth place was pasta. Fifth place was cheese on toast. Or, um, uh, oh God, there's another way to say that. I can't remember. Grilled cheese. In, in second place was a hot dog, and in first place was toast. On that note, let's move straight into today's Complete the News. Complete the News! Did Ravdos already say hot dog? Oh, he did say hot dog. Ravdos! Sorry, man. Um, Nuria Tam also said hot dog. Oh, my God. Rob's useless. My bad, Ravdos. My bad. Sorry, when those notifications come in thick and fast, Rob gets a little nervous. <laughs> All right, guys, it's time for complete the news. You know how this works. I'm going to give you a real news headline, and I'm going to give you, but I'm going to leave out, sorry, some important information. You are going to complete the news with the three options I give you. Here we go. First one A GOP senator sounds the alarm about national security risk posed by blank from communist China. Senador del GOP alerta sobre el riesgo para la seguridad nacional que representa el blank de la China comunista. Mm. A, um, a senator sounds the alarm about the national security risk posed by blank from communist China. Is it A, cartoons from communist China? Is it B, dance videos, uh, videos de baile? from communist China or is it C garlic ajo ajo from sorry you know I speak Spanish and then I get spit all over my microphone <laughs> ajo garlic from communist China A B or C is it cartoons dibujos animados B dance videos videos de baile or C ajo a GOP senator sounds the alarm about a national security risk posed by blank from communist China. A, cartoons, B, dance videos, or C, garlic. Woo! You're confused. I can see it. I can see how confused you are because not many of you are answering. Only two brave souls. The brave ones, we call them. <laughs> A and B or C, cartoons, dance videos, or garlic B. Oh, it's still a tie. More people have voted and it's still a tie. Um, see someone finally saying C, garlic. Ooh. I don't mess with China. No comments. It's caca socks. <laughs> okay, well, it's a tie between A and B, cartoons or dance videos. Let's see if you're correct. The answer is... GOP Senator sounds the alarm about the national security risk posed by... Well done to Ravdos, it was C. Garlic. That makes up somewhat for the, <laughs> for the hot dog thing. Senator Rick Scott from Florida um, has raised concerns about national security risks posed by garlic imports from China. In a letter to the Secretary of Commerce, he cited the Trade Expansion Act of 1962, which allows investigation of imports that could threaten national security. <laughs> and garlic was right at the top of the list. Those cummy garlic people! <laughs> um, Scott is an idiot, so... <laughs> from Ravdos. Excuse me, C? No way. It was indeed C. Okay, thankfully we have time for the last one of this week. Here we go. A runaway blank. I think runaway you could maybe translate as fugitivo. Fugitivo? Fugitive? Runaway? Hmm. A runaway blank punches a police officer in the face while being captured in Canada. Um, a runaway blank um, golpea a un oficial de policía en la cara mientras es capturado en Canadá. A runaway blank punches a police officer in the face while being captured in Canada. Is it A. A runaway 
Florida man? Is it B, a runaway moose? Or is it C, a runaway kangaroo? A, um, <laughs> so, uh, f- uh, wait, I'm getting, um, I'm getting some um, pronunciation tips here. Fujitivo. Yes, Fuji with phlegm. Fujitivo. <laughs> is that gross to listen to? Fujitivo um, blank golpea un oficial de policía en la cara mientras es capturado en Canadá. Is it A, a Florida man? Is it B, a fl- hombre de Florida? Is it B, a moose? Alfe. Or is it C, a kangaroo? Kangaroo. I think he said can, kanguro, no, or something like that. Kangaroo. A, B, or C. We have a tie in the chat right now. Oh, no, B is taking the lead, the lead a moose. C is representing quite um, uh, quite strongly there. Okay, so the chat says B, a moose. Just want you to know, if you get this one wrong, I win. Two. <laughs> Both of them today. Uh, the only person I'm not beating in the chat right now is, is Ravdos. <laughs> All right, so here we go. A runaway. The answer was C, kangaroo. Um, well done at Carmen and the bridge who, who identified that one correctly. Yes, a runaway kangaroo punches a police officer in the face in Canada. What? A kangaroo on the run in Canada for four days was finally captured by police, but not before punching an officer in the face. The incident occurred in Oshawa, 40 miles east of Toronto, after the kangaroo escaped while being transferred between zoos. There you go. Those are real news headlines, friends. If you want to check out those pieces of news for yourself, I'll post all the links in my Patreon like I do all the time. Guys, Thank you so much for being with me this week. It's been a hell of a week um, on the show. I think we go back to the mornings next week, sadly. Um, maybe I'll try and throw in an evening show here or there just to hang out with our evening people. Guys, thank you so much uh, for being here this week. I've had so much fun. A lot of things you could have been doing this afternoon. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the world. See you next time.